0: Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your source for news, politics, and culture. And today in culture, if you're a fan of Western movies, then you're in for a treat. Corsicana is a new film that follows the life of Bass Reeves, a former slave who turned deputy U.S. Marshal and tracked an outlaw gang of killers to the oil rich town of Corsicana, Texas. Reeves was a trailblazer who made more than 3,000 felony arrests. Isaiah Washington helps bring Reeves' story to life as both lead actor and director. Isaiah, I understand that this is your directorial debut.
1: Yes, that's what it's often called. I, I often Congrats. call it uh, 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 an anointing from the heavens, really.
0: <laughs> What's that like to put on the director hat?
1: I didn't go there uh, to Corsica Texas to direct a film. I went there to have a conversation in person on how we can change the script significantly. So I could say yes. I did something ah. that I have never done in the history of my career. So I actually took 50% of my fee, which was pretty nominal. But I was more uh, interested in telling the story as accurately as possible. Once so I did a deep dive in the Bass Reeves character, I read the original script uh, page, and I knew then that this is not going to work out for what I had discovered in terms of Bass Reeves fan base. Mm-hmm. So I was really went there to really warn them and say that you're probably going to hurt yourself.
0: Ooh, you got to tell me more because I mean, the this film, Corsican, it tells. Reeves' story. He was born a slave. He later became the first black deputy mm-hmm. U.S. Marshal, as I mentioned. Had you heard of him before this never. script was put in front of you?
1: Never. And and none of that was in the movie. I put. I wrote all that.
0: So you saw the script. You did some research.
1: I saw the script at 2 a.m. after I agreed to direct the film. Yeah. They fired the director or he left on creative differences. Um, because he. I think he suspected that I was going to leave because the script that they had just didn't have Bassey. He was just a minor character. It's oh, kind of like having Muhammad Ali in a John Wick movie.
0: Ah, gotcha.
1: And I said, you can make that movie. I, you're just not going to make it with me. So, yeah, so yeah.
0: this is a fictionalized account
1: yeah, of well, Reeves' well, life. Thing, the thing that triggered me, my interest, was that I once I agreed to direct it, and they said, yes, let's do it because I had a better vision for it. Yeah, obviously, I had 22 days of research. They didn't know how important Bass Reeves was, so I sold them on that. And luckily they agreed with me and trust me with that. But I thought it was very important also yeah. to also engage the story of the importance of Corsicana because me growing up in Texas, I didn't know that Corsicana was the, the, the launch point or the launch pad yeah. for the successful oil boom, which ultimately became ExxonMobil.
0: Right, right. I didn't
1: know that, so I so, thought that was very, very interesting.
0: So tell me, when, you're, when you then decide to wear the director hat, yeah. after all of these revisions and all of the things that right. had to take place, yeah. how do you approach then telling the story of a person that hasn't been talked about or taught much? Yeah. Where do you start?
1: Well, I love history, one. And um, I did matriculate. <laughs> I did go to school. <laughs> and I just fell back on my organizational skills, and I fell back on what I had learned over decades and decades of just researching my own ancestry, and then I just relied on God. I really did. I, I was rewriting the script at lunch. I probably got maybe 48 hours sleep in 21 days mm. total. I was obsessed with telling the truth and protecting this woman, Amber McNutt's investment. You know, is She is the uh, wonderful wife of Bob McNutt, uh, who's the sole investor of this film, uh, who have a 100-year-old uh, inheritance fruitcake business, of course, in Canada,
0: okay. and they
1: had lost quite a bit of money for being um, taken advantage of, of the people out of New York, actually. So I understand what it means to lose. So knowing her story, her backstory, what they were trying to do with the brand, I had two responsibilities: one to introduce two brands that the world, the average person didn't know, knew nothing about. But I felt that if I could stick to the narrative and, and the storytelling, just of this. This interesting man himself, it would it would it will take on a form on on its own. And I and I think that it did.
0: Early on in the film, right, we see this gang of, you know, notorious killers. They they're terrorizing their next victims, right? This family. Right. Reeves, we see then decides, I'm gonna go after them, right? So he goes on, as we know in the story, to become one of the most prolific law enforcement officers. Talk to us more about Bass Reeves, for those who aren't aware, and his accomplishments, right? What was that thing that made you say, this man's story has to be more than just a minor character? He has to be the lead. I, it has to be about him.
1: A hundred percent. I was I was this floor that I, I knew nothing about him, that most Westerns, a man with a thick mustache and a big hat and a sharpshooter, it was Bass Reeves. He just didn't look like him. Right? Even the Long Ranger. I even believe with my research, the timeline, Sherlock Holmes was inspired by this man. And I was just livid. I was like, how do I not know who this man is? And more importantly, he wasn't assassinated. Right. For being who he was. And he helped, at the federal level, create what we now know the state of Oklahoma. You were born and raised in Houston. That's right.
0: Was... Being part of a Western film at all on your bingo card, was
1: this a goal of yours? I rodeoed. I uh, was part of FFA. I love being in the dirt. My wife said that you're not, you're not working. You're playing in the dirt with the horses.
0: That's not work for you.
1: <laughs> and I've always jokingly said to my wife of 26 years is that I'd rather kiss a horse than a woman. I know that sounds what? I know that sounds strange and not misogynistic. It's what I meant. is it's very difficult because I've been married is to do love scenes. So I never, with, with a daughter, I never want to have to explain to my kids because they don't really understand as children. Like, why are you kissing a strange woman? You know, so I always avoided it in my yeah. career. Uh, and probably to a detriment because people saw me then 20 years ago as a leading man or as all this whatever, or I dare say sex symbol. And I never I was interested in that. I was interested in playing cowboy. So here we come, go, like, wow, what I mean is I do, it's not work for me. I really love I'm an outdoorsman, yeah, I've completely come out of the closet as a Texan, and I'm okay with it, and I'm comfortable with it, but I'm also world traveled as well, but I really have a a huge respect for rural people that come from um you know meager means you know mm-hmm. I, I I champion those those are more my my heroes and heroines so I, I I just have a fondness for always trying to tell the stories of people who Overcame extraordinarily challenges. I have my own script actually on Bass Reeves that I'm talking to for a whole series. So,
0: yes, yeah, uh, tell I'll us have. more about that because I, I know that, um, I, I know this is part or the first part of a trio of projects on Bass Reeves.
1: Uh well uh, David Oello and Taylor Sheridan are, are they they have sixty million dollars to tell C. hours. it's a Paramount
0: Plus project. That yeah, they're Paramount involved Plus in. and I, I, and I, Amazon's doing something else, I hear.
1: They've been trying to do it for a long time. I try to collaborate with them and they have their own vision. Laura McCreary and Morgan Freeman is a little older now, but I hope they get it done. You know, the beautiful thing about uh Chicago is R. T. Burton here is here. Mm-hmm. Um uh he mentored me oh, very influential in the script that I have, that he has sanctioned and said it's the best script he's seen and read about Bass Reeves in 30 years. But uh, he chose to collaborate with David Wellow and Taylor Sheridan, uh, and I applaud him on that. I think that, you know, with all the Western I believe that every Western that's ever made it was because it was inspired by Bass Reeves. So we're already about 3,000 movies behind. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm of the thought, the mindset, that as many stories, full stories as possible, that could be told about Bass Reeves. You know, I don't want to stop. I'm spending the rest of my life playing Bass Reeves. Mm-hmm. I know that much. How can the world not know who Bass Reeves was and what he stood for?
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are speaking with actor and director Isaiah Washington about his new film and directorial debut, Corsicana. The film tells the story of Bass Reeves, who was the first black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi River. So, we jumped into casting a little bit. I want to talk more about this group that you worked with, Thomas Q. Jones, as you mentioned, Lou Temple, Major uh, Dodge, yeah. Stacy Dash, who yeah. I haven't seen in forever. Yeah. Um, you know, what was it like working with this particular group? I,
1: I, again.
0: And why um, them? Were they your choice, or how did I, that work?
1: Well, a, a, a Lou, a Lou Temple had already been cast. Um, Major Dodge had already been cast. The writer, and also... So he's the current uh, chief of police, of course, of Canada. <laughs> uh, Robert Johnson, who wrote and I co-wrote because uh, I pushed in much of the narrative of Black, uh, Bass Reeves in there. Yes. He's a fantastic writer. The story is by him. They had already been cast and were, were they were ready to go. Amber McNutt, uh, she's also an actress in it and also the executive producer and sole investor. Uh, her children are all in it. Matthew Stills, who played a young Confederate soldier, California. Hank Slaughter, who plays California, is actually in Chicago. I think he just lands today. Oh, really? California's in town. Uh, he, I hired him. He was a stunt man that was supposed to be dra- drawn and quartered, pulled apart four different directions. But I said, "This first of all it's too violent. I'm not going to shoot that. It Ain't going to happen." Mm-hmm. And I wrote California for him. Wow! So he's a stunt man and actor. In fact, he's—I don't want to tell the movie, but he's probably the first actor that gets to kill himself <laughs> <laughs> because he does the stunt, and I—he does the stunt of a, of a person that gets killed in the movie rightfully so yeah um so he plays both roles <laughs> well you
0: it, you mentioned a moment ago robert johnson who's um of course the kind of police chief and a real police chief a of real police chief and also wrote and wrote co-wrote this, this, this story. story yeah he yeah. also said once that you know bass reeves was far ahead of his time 100 percent sounds like you agree
1: oh a thousand percent A thousand percent. Genius, actually.
0: So above all else, what do you want viewers to take away
1: from this film? Empowerment. Empowerment. This is the first film in a long time that I think is as authentic as it could be. Uh, That is true to the narrative of who this human being was and the times. I went out of my way to imply Violence, as much as possible. Very Hitchcockian. Yeah. Uh, long, still, slow shots. Very Terrence Malick. I know. that. Kurosawa. I wanted your imagination to be worse than what I'm showing you. I wanted to paint the picture pretty much like Francois Truffaut. Um so you can... Like, it's not
0: gruesome. It's no, not... But there, people tell me... There are moments where you're like, i got to cover
1: my eyes. Right. People go, oh, the movie was so violent. I need a drink. And I'm like, I didn't steal you anything. What are you talking about? At it's all. just, It's just like Rafifi. It's like, I, I put it behind the door jam. You didn't see anything. No, you, you did this and you did that. I'm like, no, I didn't. You did <laughs> But what I wanted to, you know, explore is that we've been so desensitized with actual violence on social media that we don't take it seriously anymore. So I wanted your imagination to force you to take it seriously. Yeah. By not showing you the gratuitous violence. I, I, every day with my, uh, Josh Shreve, my DP, I said, we're going to deprive the audience of violence. He said, don't you want to shoot this? Don't you want the No. Aftermath, aftermath, aftermath. I want to be like a book. I want them to think they saw it mm-hmm. and then let them deal with how their imagination that's your issue, not mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I could talk to you forever because your career, it spans decades. It goes across TV and film, um, roles that will forever stick with me. As I mentioned, Love Jones, Loved You and Romeo Must Die, too, right? You recently hosted a cooking show, Kitchen Talk.
1: Where did you find that? <laughs> That's on Fox. Listen. I <laughs> still love <on> Fox Nation. <laughs> I get around. <laughs> hey. But I'm curious. Are you a good cook? I, I think I'm a stellar cook, yeah. Really? Where'd you learn? <laughs> oh, I could cook some rundown shrimp straight out of Jamaica right oh, yeah? now. Oh, Of course. <laughs> I have the cocoa milk. Come on. Give me some scotch bonnets I could cook it up right now. <laughs> I'm good.
0: What's your favorite thing to cook?
1: Oh, my God. That's a tough question. Uh, my steaks. Steaks. Just mm. simple sea salt, black pepper, and my technique that I use. I'm flipping it and doing what I do.
0: Nice. Yeah. Love it.
1: And, you know, uh, I'm pretty good with, uh, I love playing with uh, organic rices, ground rices, uh, different grains, but basmati mm. rice is my favorite. Men too. Yeah. Mine, too. Yeah. yeah. But we're we're rice eaters. <laughs> I'm I'm very geeky. I'm My original people come out of West Africa, the Mindy people. Yes. And like I said, I spend a lot of time in the grill, so I could eat rice right now. Ginger and rice. <laughs> Same. <It's, laughs> and just live off of that. You mentioned
0: right. earlier, Isaiah, uh, you know, you talked about social media and just how desensitized we've become. Yes. You mm. call yourself Mr. Disruptor. What will this film disrupt?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I like when people do research. You see the shock on my face? I am a disruptor. And I think it's important that <clears throat> the most important thing about this movie is that I've done it outside of the Hollywood system. You know, my publicist says something to me that I posted on my Instagram. She says, it don't take, it don't take much money to tell the truth. But it takes a whole lot of money to tell a lie. Hmm. And what Corsicana does is it tells a lot of truth with not even an eighth of a budget of some of our most biggest films from the biggest manufacturers of storytellers that even have our melanated people in them, that people walk out on to boycott because it was a lie. Or they looked at us and said, this is impossible. This is a lie. I mean, why are our people, why are black people so disappointed in the last few films that starred black people? Whereas my film has been out bouncing along across mm-hmm. the nation in various audiences No one's boycotting Corsicana. No one who's seen it is saying anything bad about it. And imagine in Chicago, if all the young men that decided to see Bass Reeds be so inspired by him that they want to become just like him. Imagine 10,000 young men out of Chicago that decide they want to become federal agents and come back home to yeah. defend their communities.
0: That's pretty powerful.
1: That's what I feel about Corsica.
0: So when I ask you what's next, what would you say? Because you, you said that you're probably going to play this role for the for the rest of your <laughs> career.
1: Yeah, I don't want to do anything else. I've done, an, I've done some – I've had a great time. I More mean, directing maybe? 100%. 100%. And I have one other project that I can't talk that may possibly end up on BT, BT plus. But anyway <laughs> – It's really strong. We'll play an investigator uh, with a daughter. Okay. Uh, That's all I'm going to say, but that's very powerful. An
0: investigator with a daughter. We will have to.
1: My partner. Wait and see. uh, uh, (laughs) She's an investigator as well. Uh, So I'm super excited to get it ahead of myself, but that may be another thing. But I want to go out with two shows. That particular show uh, that now I don't have to struggle to get to theaters because local theaters are struggling. They just want to sell their popcorn and get booties in a seat to keep their doors open. Because streaming is really king. It, it is. really is. Yeah. People, like it or not, I'm sorry, but people, because of COVID, people discovered that they'd rather sit home and pop their own popcorn. So the next time I do whatever I'm doing, I'm going to already have a streaming platform in place. So, because the biggest criticism I've gotten from the Lou Temple fans and Noel G fans and the Thomas Q fans in the movie and my fans is, where can I see Corsicana? Yes. You know, my money's funny this week. I I don't have $14 right now. I don't Take a date. I don't have $30 plus the popcorn. I don't have $50, you know, 32 degree, you know, weather to go support you. But if you do, you won't regret it because history is certainly going to be made this Wednesday. That's for sure. So for those who are sitting in an audience uh, at the Icon, whomever that may, God bless you for being there. And whoever shows up at the Chatham Theater for the rest of the year, God bless you for getting there you will be very much a part of a historical situation for the rest of time, for sure. Because no one has done it like this since Oscar Michelle and William Foster in 1910 and 1920.
0: That is actor and director Isaiah Washington. Check out Corsicana, wonderful film. Isaiah, thank you so much for, for joining us here in studio. Well, thank you for having me, Sasha. This episode of Reset was produced by me, Meha Ahmed, and Michael Liptrot. And it was edited by Andrew Merriweather. If you're looking for more great interviews with artists like this, then subscribe to our podcast. And when you do, leave us a rating. That really helps more listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you back here tomorrow.